0: the best coaches in the game. <laughs> we really ain't playing. We regroup up in the Slack chat where the coaches debrief. We be piecing these puzzles, occupy the chunk of the pie. Ain't no lie when we hit the block. Helmets cast getting top. You be seeing helmet after helmet, helmet after helmet. First place, second place, fifth place, eighth place, 12th place, 15, 16, 20. So many helmets, you got blurred vision, we got too many. What's up everyone? Kevin Allen here and we are back to talk about Tomorrow's NASCAR contest or the Coke 600 over in Charlottesville. Not even sure, but um, we are breaking down or taking a look at the Coke 600 and more importantly, the new Super Draft NASCAR offering, which we can attack for tomorrow's race. So let's break it down. What have we got? What are we talking about? Super Draft launched a brand new product for tomorrow's race for NASCAR. They have not done NASCAR in the past, and I love it when a site does a new sport because we get an opportunity to get an edge based on understanding the scoring system better than everyone else. And that's what this breakdown is going to be all about. We're not going to really dive too deep into the plays right now. As I'm doing this breakdown, it is Saturday afternoon. We've got everything you need over at DFS Army to crush this race. Of course, we've got our research station, which is incredible. Everything you need to really understand how to attack a NASCAR contest: driver ratings, you know, past history, race history, course history. Does this course lead to dominators dominating for a long time? All of that's covered in our research station and our breakdowns. But what we don't know or nobody has is how does Superdraft work? How does the scoring system differ from FanDuel and Draft? We've played it on FanDuel. We've played NASCAR, Daily Fantasy NASCAR on DraftKings, but we haven't played it on Superdraft as of yet because it's a new product. Now, as you guys know, I love Superdraft. Great site, completely unique format with the multiplier effect. What I love about it is if you, I like that studying the scoring system can give us the edge. We saw this in the mma contest where we were all over Jiga jikazi last week because of his massive multiplier um, i would say was an error and looking at the super draft system here i believe there are some errors in the way that they set up their multiplier as well which we can exploit but most importantly is an understanding so let's jump right into this and just break it down now let's take a look at the contest we've got here on super draft right now and as you can see, the big contest is called the 10K checkered flag. It's going to have 967 entrants with 249 current entries in there, 10K in prizes. It's $12 to enter. And these are normally mass entries, so you should be able to enter, there you go, up to 29 lineups. I believe I will be maxing this because NASCAR is the type of contest you want to max out. Now, let's take a quick look at the scoring system. This doesn't even apply to the multiplier effect yet. We're going to get into that. But let's take a quick look at the scoring system for Super Draft here. And as you can see, it's a very simple scoring system, and it, it mirrors FanDuel a little bit closer than it does DraftKings. And I'll show you those scoring systems as well in case you don't know them. But it mirrors FanDuel a little bit better. Obviously, um... Uh, Nothing's obvious. I don't know what people know and what you don't. So I should not say obviously. But taking a quick look at the scoring system here, place differential, 0.75 or three-quarters of a point for place differential. Now, for those who don't know, place differential is when a car starts at a certain spot and moves up or back in the pack. So when there are generally 40 cars in a a Cup Series race. Sometimes it's 39, but a lot of times 40, sometimes 41. Who knows? But it's usually around 40 cars. If you get a driver starting first, then they have no place to go but back. So you say, well, why would I ever start somebody starting first? Because there are also points given out for laps led and as well as laps completed. So, And usually the pole sitters will lead a bunch of laps, and that's how they win you your races. So it's important to understand these scoring systems. Now, Superdraft set their system up so that you're getting three quarters of a point for place differential, 0.2 points for a lap lead. So that's your dominator point. Not that great. Not terrible, but not that great. Let's take a look at FanDuel for comparison. They're giving fewer 0.1 point for laps lead and the same 0.1 point for laps completed. Laps completed, literally, all that means is, you know, did the driver make it to the last laugh, M- most of them will, right? It's it's actually a more important stat for Superdraft because it's going to pump up the, the scores of some of these turd drivers. They'll all get that 0.1 of a point. And when you add the multiplier effect, it actually does add up. Um, place differential on FanDuel, half a point versus three quarters of a point. Okay. Not a massive difference. And on FanDuel, you'll note that they go from 43 to 40, to 38, and then it goes linear um, for final positioning, whereas on Super Draft, the big bump is given for first place. They get a four-point bump, and then it's linear 41, 40, 39 uh, for every other final scoring position. So just from the brief glance that we've done comparing the scoring system to FanDuel, and this is just part one of this. There's a second component, of course, the multiplier effect. But to understand how to project these drivers, Superdrafts is giving a little boost, three quarters of a point versus a half for place differential points and a bigger negative for drivers that go backwards. And it's more importantly, got a little bit bigger boost on laps led 0.2 points versus one tenth of a point on FanDuel. That's a fairly big difference. It's important. Okay. Now, for those of you who have only played NASCAR on DraftKings or who haven't played at all, DraftKings is a little bit different because their biggest point scoring component is fast laps. Fastest laps are tricky to predict. And it's kind of nice that both FanDuel and SuperDraft are not counting this. So um, it doesn't count as much. You'll also note that laps led are significantly more important on DraftKings as is place differential. That's about it. That's about it. So fast laps, irrelevant on Super Draft. Lead laps count a little bit more than they do on FanDuel, as does place differential, a little bit more important. So that's our baseline. Now, the real kicker, on Superdraft is the multiplier effect. And this is what fucks everyone up. And this is the beauty of understanding the scoring system so that you can get the edge and try to win this Kind, Listen, first place, I've got my claim. I'm sticking my shotgun. I called it. But that doesn't... Mean, listen, there's some scraps available for you guys that are watching this. It's fine. So it's still worth playing. No. Are you going to take the 2K? that got a shotgun. But... There's other money available here. There's 8K left to give out. Um, one great thing about Superdraft is their rake is lower than FanDuel and DraftKings. It's a great site. And the most important thing is, aside from me, your boy, there aren't that many. There really aren't sharks here. There aren't. There's no optimizer for this. You have to hand-build your lineups. Most sites don't have projections. You know who does have projections? DFS Army, motherfucker. But no one else has, or or I don't know what else else anybody does. I don't know what other people do. But I know most sites don't because it's new. DFS Army, motherfucker. That's who's got the projections. So let's take a look at the scoring system. And I want to show you, A, some discrepancies that I've already found. So the way that all pretty much all Super Draft contests uh, work, you have a champion spot. That person gets a 50% boost To their multiplier. And then all of the flex positions, you have your basic multiplier effect. There are no salaries, only multipliers. How does a multiplier work? Well, you take the fantasy score that the player does and you apply the multiplier. So, for example, their highest ranked driver this week, and this is again bad pricing. This kind of looks like they looked at the leaderboard from last week or, or whoever scored the most last week and just ordered it but the highest priced guy is danny hamlin what what does the highest price mean he has the lowest multiplier so if danny hamlin scores 53 fantasy points this week does really well in order to score 53 points you got to do really let's look at the game log let me see if i could see it let me see if i could see it no it's really hard to see yeah here you go 22 place differential 200 laps first place did great. Scored 73 points. Led. He's, he's got the, the... Well, laps led don't matter here. So you get the place differential. The first place. Ran his full 200 laps. 73 points it was worth. That's how you score. First place. First place. I don't even know if these are real. Yeah. He did He did win Daytona. So he's got some laps led here. That doesn't matter. They don't give you points for a lot. Oh, wait. Wait. What the fuck did they give you points for? I, I already forgot. No, you don't get fast laps on this one. You do, you get laps led. No fast lap points. But my point is, in order for the driver to put up a big score, he's got to go nuts. In other words, with one X, even if you lead a bunch of laps, even if you finish in first, you might not be the ultimate champion because some other drivers moved up a ton, did some other things to do some some great scoring. So it's always going to depend on how big the multiplier effect is and what those drivers can end up doing. All right. So let me just go through this, and I want to show you some uh, a little trick that I want you to be thinking about a little bit as you're doing this because they are giving you a little bit of a hint here. Right here in the game logs, can you see that? Yeah. Right here in the game logs, you see the fantasy points per game average for the driver, and then the effect the multiplier has. Now, part of the reason I like to look at this isn't because fantasy point per, uh, fantasy average points per, per game is so predictive. It's not necessarily predictive. It can be, but it's not really what we're, we're going for. I, it, it shows us the multiplier effect. Again, Denny Hamlin, okay, so he needs to score like 100 points. 95 points to be the nuts champion. Well, in order for him to score 95 points, he's got to basically get a bunch of place differential. We don't know where they're going to be starting yet because it's Saturday. Qualifying is at Sunday at 2. We don't know. And part of the disadvantage of the scoring system and of the site itself is they have to score. They have to price it, essentially set the set the multipliers before qualifying. They don't know if Denny Hamlin's going to be starting 30th or if he's going to be starting first. Obviously, if he was starting 30th and he's got all of that place differential to move, his multiplier should be lower than if he was starting first and he doesn't really carry any place differential value at all. They don't know, and that's what we have to exploit. So I want to show you something here that's very, number one, I find it interesting. If you look at the order of the drivers here and the multiplier effect, here are your two top drivers in NASCAR, Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. They're both hanging out with 1.15 and 1.2X, whereas maybe some slightly lesser drivers in Logano, Kislowski and Chase Elliott have lower multipliers. I just think this is an error in the way it's priced. Um, You see Kurt Busch here. He's pretty high up, but Alex Bowman. So here's an interesting little setup right here. Alex Bowman. Ricky Stenhouse is borderline. Matt Kenseth. I'm going to put Boyer a little bit above these two, but these are kind of mid-level drivers, right? I don't have the research station open, but when you look at their driver ratings, you'll understand this. These guys are not in in the same league, for example, as like an Alex Bowman. And yet the multiplier is very, very similar. So just, just in a quick glance, I mean, Bowman... He's way undervalued here. Uh, Stenhouse is way overvalued. Kenseth is probably a little bit overvalued. Tough to say with him, though. Boyer, a little undervalued here at 1.45x. And Willie Byron is just criminally undervalued here at 1.5x. So these might be our, depending on where their starting points are, these might be our foundational plays for tomorrow. We just don't know. Jimmy Johnson, also probably in this group that should be a little bit above some of these guys. I'm trying to see if there are any other uh, misprices here. Bell and Custer, especially Bell and Reddick. These guys have been really great. Look at Reddick at 1.9x. And and all right. So here's what I want to kind of emphasize: as the multiplier effect gets larger and larger, it takes less and less for these drivers to put up a massive score. And here here's the perfect example: Joey Gase. Okay, he is a crap driver. Garbage, right? Garbage. But with the multiplier in place, even a garbage driver has a chance to put up a pretty good number. He's got a... So where do you you need to get to? If he gets 33 fantasy points, which is probably not super likely in this kind of a race for a driver like Gase or Poole, and you know, we'll have that in our projections and we'll know once we have our projections. out. But these guys are going to start in the back and probably end in the back. So they're more of a drivers that should get you 12 to 15 points. These numbers are not right. Oh, actually, you know what? No, when you add in the, the laps completed, it's going to be a little bit higher, a little more like FanDuel. So let's say they complete 200 laps at 0.1 points per lap. Let's, let's do the math. 200 laps, 0.1 points per lap. That's, 20 fantasy points right there. Yeah. They complete 200 laps. You get 0.1 fantasy points. Now, tack on, they finish. Let's go back to the scoring system here. So let, let's actually look at the scoring system as we do this because I want to I want to really fully grasp this, even myself. All right, so you're starting 40th. Right? You complete 200 laps times 0.1 point lap completed. Everybody's getting those points. Everybody's getting those points. 10 points. Now you add on, let's say you've moved up from 39th to 29th. Not out of the question, even for a turd. That's 10 spots at 0.75 place differential points. I wish I had a calculator in front of me and make this easier. Seven and a half points. So we've got 10 points for the laps completed. Seven and a half points for the place differential. Still a turd. Finished 29th. Not a good finish. Got 14 points. So seven and a half, 10, and 14, right? Seven and a half, 17 and a half, 27 and a half, 31, 31 and a half fantasy points. That's just for a turd driver, 31 and a half fantasy points. Now, now the math gets even more intense. A turd driver, 31 and a half fantasy points. He just went from kind of like back of the pack to la- you know bottom 20s. Very doable for almost any garbage driver, right? They have finishes like that. So now let's apply the multiplier. We just said 32. All right, 33 points, 2.35x. That's 77 points. You get it. If they get to about 33, 77 points. Now, you might be saying, well, 77, how do I compare that? Who am I to compare that with? Compare that with your average top-notch driver with a 1.0X. For Denny Hamlin to beat 77 fantasy points, even, he won, even, even when you... Uh, do really well 22 place differential in the auto club finished all the laps no laps led finished in sixth place he only got 73 so a turd in this format can beat denny hamlin who moved, who started all the way in the back and and finished in sixth and got all these place differential points the, it's the multiplier effect so you know without again specifically breaking down this race we, we're we going to want to look for drivers who have a big multiplier who have an opportunity to move up. And I'm going to give you some of these names right off the bat. It's probably not going to come from this group in this race because the Coke 600 is a guys fall lots of laps behind and rarely move up a ton and there's not much carnage. But when you start to get just past JJ and we're talking uh, Hunter Nemechek, John Hunter Nemechek, we're talking Ryan Priest. Corey Lejoy, Ty Dillon, all of these 2X guys. This is where the goodness is probably going to come from. You got Reddick, you got Chastain. These guys are actually pretty good drivers, depending on where they start. This whole area is where we're going to focus. And Willie Byron, I love here at 1.5X. So this is going to be the area where we're going to have some action, probably Bowman and down, and certainly dealing with a lot of these very high multiplier guys. Again, not necessarily the super turds, but these guys have a massive floor as well. So very excited. Super draft NASCAR coming tomorrow. We'll have more coverage on this over at DFSArmy.com. We're going to have full blast projections, which are very, very important for understanding how the scoring system and the multiplier effect is going to come together. You'll see projected scores in the champion spot in the, You'll see projected scores in the um, in the flex spot. And of course, where do you get all of this? Go to dfsarmy.com and you just see all the tools, the Domination Station Optimizer. You've got your articles, you've got your cheat sheets. Um, we have a cheat sheet specific for uh, SuperDraft that Larkin is putting together for us. Or uh, yeah, we've got this article breaking down sort of the scoring system and writing it all out in front of you as well. So you can kind of get an understanding of this new scoring system. So I couldn't be more excited. If you haven't signed up for a Super Draft account and you're just like, oh, that looks cool, go over there now, Super Draft, get an account set up, use promo code ARMY. And if you do it, we're going to give you a free month of DFS Army VIP membership. That's a $49.99 value. I don't care what your deposit is on Super Draft. Get signed up there. Check out this race. Get in there and then let us know. Email us. Uh, hit hit the contact form on dfsarmy.com. Let us know you signed up there, and we will get you. Or you can yeah, you could get the details right up here on dfsarmy.com. Free offer. We'll give you a free month of DFS Army subscription, so you'll get all of our NASCAR tools. Everybody knows we're the best NASCAR team in the industry. Everybody knows this. You could check it out for yourself, free. Just sign up at SuperDraft, make a deposit. Let us know. We'll give you a free month. We want to help you be successful with our projections, and again, 2K, that's mine, but there's the rest of the the, the prize pool that's going to be up for grabs. It's worth it. So, good luck tomorrow. Very excited. Um, DFS Army members, we've got so much NASCAR coverage. It's going to blow your minds. Taco Fast 40 coming out. Cheat sheets from all the best guys. Taco, Nilly, Larkin, uh, Auburn, everybody's got it. We'll have a full blast preview of this race as well. And you know our award-winning nascar research station no one has anything like it no one even comes close that's what we love dfs army we're playing checkers wait a minute we're playing chess they play checkers let's do this good luck everyone